Hello, it's Stephen Bedard, and I want to address the question, how many sources do we have for the life of Jesus? And this question is inspired by a tweet that I saw by someone who was claiming that we don't have multiple sources of Jesus. We have one source that is repeated four times. And he was responding to uh, an evangelical Christian who was saying that we had multiple sources for the life of Jesus. So is it true that we have one source that is just repeated four times? Well, many Christians will say, well, of course not. That's not the case. We have four sources for the life of Jesus. We have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So there you go, four sources. However, it is a little bit more complicated than that. According to scholarship, there is a lot of connections between especially the first three Gospels, which are often described as the Synoptic Gospels. And so we're going to first of all just look at Matthew, Mark, and Luke and their relationship to each other. Uh, it is true that there seems to be some copying going on. There seems to be some word-for-word -word similarity between the Gospels, more than just three different people recounting the same event. And so a lot of scholars do accept, and I'm including evangelical scholars here, accept that there is some connection there. So what is this is at least one of the theories that's out there, is that the Gospel of Mark was the earliest of the Gospels, and that Matthew and Luke used Mark for their Gospel. So they didn't copy everything that Mark had, but significant parts of it they used. But that doesn't explain everything that is found in Matthew and Luke. And so some scholars have come to the conclusion that there was a hypothetical saying source that they call Q. Now, did Q exist? Uh, it's really hard for us to know. Uh, I don't have a problem with Q. Some Christians really have a trouble have trouble uh, reconciling the ex the existence of Q with inspiration. But I, I don't at all. I believe that there's a lot of evidence in the Old Testament that there is the use of sources. So I don't have a problem with the use of sources in the New Testament. And in fact, Luke seems to indicate that kind of thing was going on in the compilation of his own gospel. So what is Q? Q is thought to be that which is in common between Matthew and Luke, but not found in Mark. So they're using Mark but there's this other source, Q, that they are using. So if that's the case, then we have two sources for the life of Jesus. But actually, there's more than that as well. There are parts of the Gospel of Matthew and parts of the Gospel of Luke that are found only in those Gospels. So just using Luke as an example, uh, well-known parables like the parable of the Good Samaritan and the prodigal son, those are only found in Luke. So it seems as if Matthew and Luke each 
had sources outside of Mark and Q, if Q indeed existed. So what is often used to describe that is that there is an M source, which is the unique to Matthew source, and there is the L source, which is unique to Luke. So that gives us four sources. So we're back to that number four, uh, not because we have four Gospels, but there seems to be evidence from a critical scholarship point of view that we have four sources for the life of Jesus. But there's more because we need to include the Gospel of John in there as well. Now, some people try to discount John as not being really history, that it is more theology. And of course, when we read John, we do see that he is very much interested in the theological interpretation of the things that are going on. But there's no reason for us to discount that as history. Uh, people in the first century did not separate things so clearly as we do now. They don't see history on one side, theology on the other side, and there's no way they could interact. They really saw it like this, that history and theology, or perhaps it's philosophy or politics or whatever, really could be blended together like this. And that seems to be what John is doing. So John definitely is a source for us for the life of Jesus. But I actually think that there's more as well. I think that Paul has something to say to us about Jesus. Now, he doesn't give us near as much as we would like. And every once in a while, you'll hear the claim that Paul never said anything about the historical Jesus, that uh, he knew nothing of the historical Jesus, or he even did not believe in the historical Jesus. All of that is false. There is uh, a number of passages where Paul is talking about the historical Jesus and uh, his letter to uh, the Corinthians, the first letter, uh, that has quite a few uh, references to Jesus. It's got the story of the Last Supper. It's got a number of his teachings in there. And you can find some things elsewhere in Paul's letters as well. Again, we would love to see uh, uh, all kinds of uh, biographical data about Jesus in Paul's letters, but that's not his purpose. In fact, when you look at Paul's letters, he doesn't give autobiographical information. He does give some, but about as much as he gives biographical for Jesus. So, for example, we never find in Paul's letters that he is Saul of Tarsus. He doesn't mention his name of Saul, and he doesn't mention Tarsus as his hometown, but we accepted that as a part of who he is from the book of Acts. So I do think that we can use uh, Paul in there as well. If you don't think he, he quite has enough data for you, let, let's give him uh, half a point for that. And so if we have Mark, we have Q, we have M for Matthew, L for Luke, we have John, and we'll give maybe half a point for Paul. And that gives us five and a half sources for the life of Jesus, all in the first century, which I think is pretty good. So do we have multiple sources for the life of Jesus? Yes, we do, absolutely. I'd encourage you to check out my website, Jesus Myth Theory, 
Com, where I address a lot of the issues around the historicity of Jesus, and I also encourage you to subscribe to this channel. Thank you, and God bless.